And um, today we're gonna talk about the boundaries you set with your friendships and like how open you are with them and how honest we can be with our friends and fam. Yeah, and how much you choose to share. Um, I think like particularly with friends from the episode, mm. the episode on parents <laughs> last week. Tell us what you thought of that um, in our DMs on Insta. Yes, slide in. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. But yeah, so we, we just wanted to talk about where you set boundaries in your friendship in your 20s and how much you choose to share right mm. because it's a weird time I feel like in high school and with teenagers it's like you don't quite know how much to share or mm. you know you're all you're all still learning a lot of stuff not that you aren't in your 20s but you kind of I think in your teens learn the boundaries you want to set with your friends and then you kind of apply as you will in your 20s and like choose who's a best friend and who's a close friend and all that kind of a thing Totally, totally. And I feel like um, a lot of things that are off limits for discussing with anybody in your teens is suddenly it's like, oh, we can talk about those things now mm. in our 20s. But you do have to be kind of careful with who you talk to about Oh, definitely. Um, and I think you have to be careful as well with which friend you tell and like mm. which friends group it's in. And yeah. are they going to talk to other people in the friends group? And like, there's, there's a... You have to know who to trust, basically. Yeah, absolutely. I know, just like going back to high school, I used to just absolutely shoot myself in the foot in high school because I was so private about anything to do with boys, particularly with most things, actually. But particularly if I had a crush on somebody, I would not tell a soul, like not not even my best friend. I just wouldn't tell anybody. And it, it meant that I ended up losing my chance a lot of the time because mm. partly I didn't I never told the boy but also people would ask me like who do you like or even do you like this person and I'd just say no and then obviously that person's gonna think oh Alice doesn't like me or another girl is gonna go for him through no fault of like her own because like a, you know a friend of yours might not know that that you like oh they're not gonna know if you don't tell them that's true but also I don't know I was always Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I I agree with that to a certain extent. I think that you can definitely tell your close girlfriends and like, or just friends generally. Tell your close guy friends. They're mm-hmm. freaking awesome as well. Cause then they'll be like, cool, we can get you in. Or like, you know, <laughs> we know like what you can say that'll, you know, get you across the line and like make it obvious to that person that you're interested. But I was always the sort of person who, I mean, it's, I thought it was my business who I liked. So when people yeah. did ask, I didn't see it as opportunity lost because, oh, they're a means of getting to that person and, like, them knowing I like them. For me, if I liked that person, i just tell them. Okay, so you're gutsier than me. <laughs> but also I just... Crucial it goes, difference. <laughs> it goes to, like, the core of the situation rather than bringing other people into it, which for me, especially in high school, was always yeah. like, a, I don't want anyone to know, anyone to talk about anything, mm. like... It's not their business. They don't have to. If I want to tell them, I will. Yeah. You know? No, I think that's, I mean, ideal situation. If you have feelings for somebody, you tell them. Not, <laughs> not other people. That's not going to help. So I think that's, you're obviously just like a really mature teenager. But um, Yeah, I, I skipped the angsty part. <laughs> I was just too scared of everyone. So I just never said anything. And but also, apart from relationship stuff. Yeah. If it's like about family life or mental health or um, mm-hmm. any of that sort of stuff, it is your own business and it is your choice 
whether to tell anybody mm. and if so who you do tell absolutely so I, f- I feel like whether it is relationships or something about another friend mm. something happening with I don't know a sibling I don't know whatever the situation mm. is who you tell and how much of what's happening you tell to that person as well is determined by how much you trust them and how much you want other people in yeah. on the situation definitely I'm a big believer in like people have to earn your trust Mm. Um, and personal things like that. You don't. You don't just tell people that haven't heard that. And yet, people do. Some people do. Yeah. Sorry, I should say. I'm just speaking yeah. For myself, no, totally. But, but I always. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm on the same page as you. But some people are very open with everything going on in their lives. There are some people I've met at parties and they're just like spilling the guts, yeah. which it's kind of nice because I'm like, well, that's really refreshing that you're this honest. But it's also like, I don't know you. Yeah, totally. <laughs> we don't know each other. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it can be, it can be a bit much. I actually had a friend um, that I worked with for a while, and um, she is like very, very sexually open, like talking about many things that I do not talk about with my <laughs> friends. Um, and I, and I remember like one day kind of saying to her, I was like, I'm sorry, if I'm being a bit awkward. Like I don't usually have conversations like this, and she was like, Oh, I that's one of the reasons why I talk about these things in this way. I want people to know that like they can always, they can always discuss these things with me if they want to, which I think is so valid. Mm. But at the same time, it may be with me being the like little inexperienced um, person that I was, like it almost put me off talking about it. Cause I felt like, Oh, but my experience is like realms away from yours. Mm. I almost felt, I don't know if that makes no, it does make like it sense. It can go both ways. I feel like sharing things can definitely make other people want to reciprocate and share things back, which yeah. is one of the beautiful things about like our friendship and any friendship. But um, sometimes you can also probably share too much to the point where the other person is like, oh. We've stepped yeah. over a line I didn't know existed. And I don't know what to say. Yeah. But I, I totally agree with that because we actually got a comment um, on our third episode from one of my mates um and she said that you know this podcast is talking about the stuff that we think but we don't say mm. a lot of the time and that was about the single episode in particular and I think that it's good to break those taboos sometimes and have that like you know what let's be honest and not pretend like everything is going okay and we don't have these thoughts I like I love that we can have these conversations and then so many people so many of you guys come back and say that was so relatable and like it's like you're reading my thoughts and you get it and because we do we all get what we're going through in our 20s but I totally understand as well how some people come to the table with way too much information you're like rein it in a little bit <laughs> I didn't know yeah. we were going for this not even rein it in but all, I, I mean I guess if you're coming to the table in that way it's just really important that you can also um respect that other people might have different experiences or different views and it might it might not always be relatable mm. so, I don't know what am I saying but then but then there are other situations for instance I was at a party um and me and this friend of mine who I'd not really talked to too much before we ended up in a very deep intense mm. conversation sometimes that's awesome at a party because it's not just like every other party where you know it's very you know dancey and small talk and whatever like mm. it's sometimes nice to have that But when I found myself in that situation and this person was telling me a lot of very significant things that had happened in their life, I felt like 
okay, I can be an ear for this person. I can be yeah. like a sounding board rather than being like, this is too much, I need to leave. So yeah. there's, there's different reactions too. And you never know how anybody's going to take everything. So I think if you're the listener, then you have to either voice like, you know what, not okay with like you did where you're like, I don't have anything to contribute Help. here. <laughs> yeah. Or you, you go like, okay, cool, let's, let's talk it out. And if you're the person who's bringing, you know, the goss or the conversation to the table, know that not everybody will be open to it. But if they are, then that's awesome. Yeah. When I was actually thinking about like what, you know, what, I, what I wanted to talk about this episode, um, I was remembering, remembering, <laughs> yeah, I was remembering really vividly a conversation that we had at Courtyard Cafe. Oh. Um, probably this time last year, I want to say. Really? Maybe a couple of weeks earlier, but like around this time last year, which is when I feel our friendship kind of took off. It's like, solidified. Like, yeah. Right. Um, because we had this, we had this coffee and it had been a while since we just like had a chat and we both, I feel, got a lot off our shoulders about life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like we were both kind of put like getting, getting things off our chest about how the year had been for us and like some kind of difficult things that had happened for both of us. Um, and I remember it so clearly because I think that's when we kind of started our weekly-ish mm. catch-ups. And I was thinking, wow, actually, if we hadn't taken that leap to share those things with each other, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. A hundred percent. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, but see, that's what also happened with our friendship group at uni. We were all very... I guess we're kind of type A personalities. Yeah. You know, we... Not, not high strong, but we can be very independent. We know how to take care of ourselves. We don't we're necessarily... Students, okay? We do law. We've been getting ourselves through shit for a long time. Mm. But, like... There were these parts of our lives that we weren't sharing with each other when we were getting together. It was like, everything's fine. We're cool. This is what's generally happening in my life. And then at yeah. some point, I think it was probably about a year and a half ago, we started to open up and lean on each other yeah. because things were going wrong and we could see it. And it was like, we have to talk it out. It became, you know, it went from that base level friendship mm. to tell me the shit that's going on in your life and like, let's talk it out. And maybe we can't fix it, but we can be there for each other. Yeah. And it's that... Point, there's a point in a friendship, I think, where the question, how are you, goes from having a pretty automatic and fine answer to you actually know that that person genuinely wants the details of how you're going. Yeah. Um, which is really wonderful. It was so great. Thanks, I, I remember... I love I, you guys. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> but I remember that feeling so clearly where I'm like, oh, man, we've just had a breakthrough with this friendship group massively. Yeah. Yeah. It, it felt like, okay, now we're like that solid group in the, you know, rom-coms or, like, the TV series, like, you know, mm -hmm. Sex and the City or whatever, where we can talk about pretty much anything. How good is Sex and the City? <laughs> so good. I have to get on to it. I haven't watched it. I just started, like, two weeks ago, and, oh, I just, I relate to it a painful amount. You're on the, the binge. Moment. I'm on the binge, and I'm, I'm, I'm in it. <laughs> oh, we got to watch it together. Okay. Okay, um, okay so on the boys' notes, um, because... Bring it back. Oh, damn it. Why? Sorry, to all our guy listeners, I hope you can just find this a little bit relatable, oh. like in the girl sense, like just yeah. flip the script. It's and just actually, that this is what experience we do have. Actually, if any of you guys are listening to this, we would love to hear about what you share with your guy friends. Actually, that would be really, really interesting. We would, yes. we would love, because we're obviously coming at this from a really female perspective and we're like, oh, so do we talk about our crushes on boys? Do we do this? Do we do that? We would love to know, actually. Um, 
what the story is for you. So because yeah. for a lot of like with a lot of the guys that I've talked to who are my guy friends, they're like either they talk about everything with their guy mates or like they don't and it just kind of comes up when it comes up and yeah. it's general conversation apart from that. But yeah, so on that note, um, boys, I mean I feel like you we're both fairly private people. Mm. You're probably a more private person than I am. I do like to keep my business my business, yeah. yeah. Um so if in, in your university life, mm. if you've had, had a crush if you told your friends. Yes. Yeah? And <laughs> the funny thing is I will usually tell people who aren't related to the situation yeah whereas like when you were saying before that I'll you know I was missing opportunities because I wasn't telling people who were mm. friends whatever so that it could potentially be an in I would prefer to tell people who were distant so it's like yeah. they almost have an objective opinion on it if they're going to give any advice or like it doesn't get back to that person yeah because I would prefer to tell them myself yeah absolutely I, I prefer I honesty. Even, even with me, and I don't... I mean, the only mutual friends that we have really are girls. Mm. So I don't really know any of the guys, you know. But even with me, for like a solid two years of our friendship, you would not give me a name. Just would not give me a name. No. And it, like... Oh, it was annoying. <laughs> I want to stalk. I want to get my detective hat on. But, but see, that's what friends do. And the only time... The only times that it's really, like, cool and valid, I think, is when, you know, you're like, oh, my God, I, I just have a name. Um, and then, you know, your friend goes, give me a minute. And they put their FBI hat on and they do a little sort of like, I found him, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I think that, yeah, no, I don't generally tell too many people but I also don't have that many crushes you know yeah yeah I mean neither yeah but I'm generally in our friendship group I would say I'm the advice giver which is ironic mm. considering okay. how <laughs> how undatey I've been yeah actually we probably both are I feel like we're pretty like go-to for relationship advice which is hilarious thanks guys no we appreciate it so unqualified though but I think that it's it, it speaks to the fact that a relationship slash crush, slash friendship, whatever, or really fall in the same category. It's just, are you being a decent human being? Is that human being being decent to you? Yeah. You know? And that's why it's very easy, I think, when you are an objective party, to apply that logic. Yeah. I was talking to my friend Beth the other day, actually. Hi, Beth. <laughs> um, Hi, Beth. <laughs> and we were saying, um, we were talking about how disheartening it is when you like somebody and or maybe you're even seeing somebody and you tell your friend who they are and you maybe show them a photo and they make a negative comment about their appearance about their appearance it is awful like i mean don't get me wrong if if there's like a personality issue with somebody that i'm dating or with the way that they're treating me please tell me yeah but there is like literally few things worse than a friend kind of being like oh really it's awful I hate it it's awful I hate that because okay for me and maybe you guys disagree let us know let maybe you're like you know what you're going to be honest about that with your friend because you think they can do better maybe that's the reason you go and do that but personally I don't do that and I know when you've shown me pictures of like someone that you're potentially interested in I've been like they seem like your type that seems like someone you'd go for because we have very different ideas of what's attractive and I think you have to acknowledge that when you're talking to your friends Mm. and you know that what you find attractive physically may not be what they do so you kind of I don't know have to show this respect of like okay cool you find that attractive you do that quote about like ideal situation is like having friends who have the same 
taste in clothes, but different taste in men. That's so us. Yes. Yes, I love that. <laughs> yes. Okay, so aside from crushes, there's also that weird phase where you kind of early days of seeing somebody and you don't know who to tell and you don't want to tell too many people because there is that fear that it'll crash and burn and that then you've kind of people are invested people are excited and you know if you've got you've got your girlfriends who are checking in like oh how are things with that guy and then you've got to suddenly tell everybody that it didn't work out Mm -hmm. um yeah there is that kind of weird thing of like at what point like obviously when you're like in an official relationship you're probably going to let your friends know but at what point if that like sussing it out you probably have a few friends that you want to discuss it with because mm. that's important but then you probably also don't want to share too much yeah no I totally agree because I obviously don't tell people anything <laughs> no but I think that I actually watched this YouTube video the other day. So it was this video by Hello Katie, and that's Katie K A T Y. I've never seen anything from her before, and it was this really, it it only came out recently, um, but it was this really great video where she talks about the idea that with relationships, when you're interested in somebody, you tell people about it because we love the drama, and Mm. it's like, you want, you want to galvanise people to, like, root for this relationship. And then when something goes wrong, you have to tell them all and, like, make out that the other person's a really bad one. Can I just say, galvanise? <laughs> yes, you tell your gals. <laughs> but, like, it's, it's a weird... Um, <laughs> you good? You good with your puns? Yeah. You had, you had your fun? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. But like, no, I totally, I I totally understand this idea of wanting to tell people and then not tell too many people, but you still need to kind of have somebody to vent to or, or be really excited with about it happening. But at what point does it become a galvanizing of your friends to root for or not for this relationship? Mm, Yeah. Mm. That's really interesting as well. Or to like almost, I don't know. I know I do this if I'm not sure about anything, to be honest, but like, anything in a relationship as well or with the guy but uh, you know because you've been on the other end of this if I'm like do I text him or do I double text I want to I want to poll I want to get an answer <laughs> from all of my friends and then I want to work out which one is it a yes or a no and then I'll go you consult the girls commune <laughs> like literally I want I want to go around and do a survey to find the right answer but there when isn't one. Actually, there isn't one. And yeah. at the end of the day, it's got to be my call. It is. And yeah. whatever happens, honestly, will not make that... This is for everybody. Whatever happens, honestly, will not make that much of a difference in the grand scheme of things, yeah. I don't think. Whether you send one text, double text, or no text at all... Mm, agree. Big picture, you're going to be okay. Yeah. I was also... Sorry, again, I'm going to reference the conversation with Beth because she's amazing. But... um. I had this conversation with Beth where she was like, you know what, if you're a double texter, like if that's just who you are, and the guy doesn't like that you double text, then he shouldn't be dating you anyway. Mm. So better to cut him out now. If you want to double text, just go ahead and do it. Um, And yeah, and I had another conversation with a friend, Jess, and she said something really similar to what you just said. She was like, you know what, at the end of the day, don't agonise about this anymore. Just do what you want because it's not going to matter. Like, if you and this guy are going to be dating each other in six months, I can guarantee you this one text is not going to make or break it. Mm. But also, like, best situation to be in is when you and the other person that you're dating or whatever are on the same page about stuff. And you can talk honestly with them about shit. 
because at the end of the day, it's your relationship, mm. you know? Yeah. Like, your friends aren't really in it. They can give an opinion. They can tell you whatever advice that they have to give. And you know what? This goes for all things. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, again, break away from the Life relationship thing. Life lessons with <laughs> Literally, I have no lessons. I'm learning them right now, which is like still figuring this shit out. Uh, welcome to seeing 2020. But <laughs> I think that when you have like, you don't know whether to change careers, you don't know whether to take on that extra job, you don't know whether, you know, you, something is going great or badly in a relationship, you don't know whether this friend is being toxic, you don't know if you like where you're living right now. Everything that you do in overanalyzing that is kind of a waste of time. Consider your options, but then make a decision and make it your own because then yeah. going to people for advice is fine but take it with a grain of salt because I guarantee you they will speak from their own experience That's which true. is not yours yeah. and so as, friend, as, as helpful as your friends can be and your family and whoever else you go to for this advice whether it is a partner or not you can only make the right decision for yourself and you're never going to know how every other option turns out anyway because you only have one like timeline to live yeah so there's no point fretting and agonizing over every other decision yeah sorry that was that was a rant but like (laughs) i think i also think in terms of making decisions about what to share with your friends and what to share with which friends and where you draw those boundaries that's actually a really important thing to think about because you want to be talking to people who are going to help you clarify your position Mm. and who aren't going to cloud it yeah um, which is a really important difference. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is because then you'll, I think, you know what? There's that quote, too many chefs spoil the broth, which is yeah. what happens mm. when you bring too many people into a conversation about something that's happening in your life and you pick it, pick it apart at every turn. And what's even worse is when you do, like you have a friend that does ask you for advice mm. or multiple friends and all the friends are saying the same thing and that friend goes and does whatever they want to do anyway. Always. Why? Why ask me if you're going to do it anyway? Like, no. we'll be there for you to support you. We'll pick <laughs> you up. Like, if it goes to crap. But if you're going to go and do your own thing anyway, go do that. Yeah. And do it. Like, do it with confidence. Own do it. With pride, yeah. Own what decision you make. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, this got really um, inspirational. I, I hope I anyway. It. I hope it doesn't sound angry. It sounds inspirational. <laughs> okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to backtrack to the slightly more trivial stuff again. Go. Um, That's okay. We ebb and flow here. Okay, we're going, we're going back to boys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> going back to boys. Okay. But, okay. University. Yeah. Probably high school more than university. But we all live in like a fairly small world, I would say. It's like and that um, movie. What's it called? How to be single where they break down yes. that like with all the peanuts there's only so yes. many people worth dating or okay. whatever yeah right which means statistically i reckon there's a solid ish chance that at some point in your life you're going to have an interest with somebody that your friend has a history with mm. of some sort whether you act on it is a different thing but in terms of communication with friends this is an interesting case study like Actually, would love to hear from you guys. Um, would you ever go there? Have you ever gone there? Um, dating a friend's ex. Dating a friend's Ooh. ex. Or, or what, if, what if it was just like a situationship that they had? A situationship? And then, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, that they had. And then it's like, 
maybe there's potential for something. Well, that's the you. thing. It depends on the situation. It depends so on the context. So. How long yeah. did they date? Did they date at all? Was it just a fling? Was it this? Was it that? How do you feel? What do you want? So many questions. So many questions. And then another question with that is, obviously, communication with all parties is so key, but... Is it a situation where you want to talk to your friend before you make a decision about what you want or where you want to make a decision about what you want and then you want to talk to your friend? If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's an icky one. It's a controversial one. Yeah. Um, Again, depending on the context. Depends on the context. Yeah. 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 I had like a, a bit of a similar-ish situation um, where I like was sort of seeing somebody that my friend had dated a long time ago. Um, and, and that also was a question too. Not for a very too. long time. Mm. Like, yeah, they, they didn't date for very long and it was like, you know, three and a half years ago. Um, and I was torn up into you pieces working out. Like, I was just so stressed out about it. Um, what do I tell her? When do I tell her? What do, what do I talk to him about it? Like, what do I do? And then eventually when I talked to her about it, she was just like, Okay. <laughs> like, cool, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, she was literally like, chill out. Like, but see, that's the other thing. Yeah. Don't overthink. Don't ch- like. I think half the things we overthink and overanalyze and, and go crazy about, we probably don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. It's Maybe it's. Right. I think Newt Scamander from. <laughs> I'm gonna go Harry Potter quoting here from Fantastic <laughs> Beasts and Where to Find Them. I'm pretty sure he says like. Um, something like worrying just means you worry twice kind of a thing where it's like if you're going to worry about it and then the thing's going to actually happen and you worry about it then too you're just putting yourself through strife yeah that's not the exact quote but that's the general gist of it yeah that's true actually Mm. but that's good that she was cool with it yeah so i guess the the general conclusion is that you want to be talking to people who are going to help you clarify and not make you overthink yeah, help, yeah. Like, people who help you clarify and not cloud are the people you tell. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> so that's all we have for this episode, guys. But again, with any of the stuff that we said to slip into the DMs about, do that. We want to hear stuff. We, we've loved getting your messages so far. And like, by the way, can we yeah, just say... Thank you, thank you guys so much. Your support is insane. We thought we would have like 10 listeners and there are so many of you that message every week and say this was a great episode and like you want to talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. This is like big 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 thank you everyone yeah we're we're so grateful and we are just having so much fun doing this it's a good time (laughs) yeah thank you so much for listening to this episode of seeing 2020 you can follow us on instagram and twitter at seeing underscore 2020 and don't forget to follow this podcast on spotify if you have a friend or 20 you think would love to join our conversation please share this podcast with them in the meantime we hope you have a beautiful day and we'll talk soon